0: And speaking of love with Brian, we are going to talk about eHarmony. It is the number one trusted dating site in the world. They deliver over 10 million matches daily. We have a patented, I can never say this word, but we do have our patented compatibility matching system. And it was developed on 30 years of clinical research of what makes happy couples tick. We're responsible for 600,000 plus happy marriages to date. We're available across all devices, and 600,000 eHarmony couples have tied the knot. I mean, that accounts for 4% of U.S. marriage. On average, that's 438 people per day, per 24-hour period. My producer Ray met his wife on eHarmony, and they have three beautiful children together. So if anyone knows about this, it's Ray eHarmony makes meaningful introductions to you daily, introducing you to compatible matches only. Unlike their competitors, eHarmony takes your privacy and security seriously. Only matches can see you, and you must be a member to see others' photos. Experience eHarmony for 50% off the standard price for a six-month membership with promo code DECEMBERLOVE.
1: Do you know what this is? It's stimulating, mind-expanding, the end thing.
0: It's the hula hoop of the jet
1: generation. Podcast1.com presents celebs, pop culture, fashion.
0: No one gets to tell me not to curse. Oh, and
1: some of that, too. This is Brandy Glanville Unfiltered. Now, here's Brandy Glanville.
0: Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Brandy Glanville Unfiltered. Actually, welcome back. Welcome myself back to Brandy Glanville Unfiltered because I have been gone for. Three whole weeks. And I'm sure you've missed me. I'm kidding. I know you haven't. But my guest here has a podcast on Podcast One as well. His name is Brian Howie. And he, you do kind of a little bit of everything. Yeah. I mean, and my girlfriend Jennifer was in your Pieces of Ash show.
1: Yes, she was. And I went to that. Yes, you did.
0: Yeah. That was amazing. I know.
1: Thank you. Yeah, it was fun.
0: So now you're taking it, you're going to London and doing, are you still doing Pieces of Ash?
1: You know, sometimes it's, it's a lot of work to put that show up. It's a lot of, uh, Females with difficult personalities sometimes, <laughs> and uh, it's tough to tote that. He show said around, it, Jenny, not but, me. He you know, said it. and we booked up doing. Uh, you know, I've been doing great love debate for the last year and a half on the road.
0: And, I uh, mean, and you're you're writing books on how to find love in what, in sixty. Yeah, I wrote
1: a book called How to Find Love in Sixty Seconds, and
0: he's single. So anyway, those go who on. can't
1: teach, I <laughs> teach how to find it. I don't right, teach how right, to keep okay, it. Okay, okay. Um. So what started out as a book tour for that book, uh, we did a lot one live town hall style uh, production in a theater um, called The Great Love Debate where I wanted to take some of the issues that we raised in the book and sort of challenge them because I didn't want to do book tour with me and a handful of people in Barnes & Noble. You're not a handful of people in Barnes & Noble. When you do a book tour, you are lying around the block. (laughs) But with me, so we did one of these great love debates and then we did five and then we did 10 and now we've done 106 and 78 cities and we're wow. doing 200 next year all over the world and um there's a lot of single people including uh, there yeah. are a lot of, single are a lot people. of people are single again or they're single longer or they're having you know there's a huge disconnect between the men and the women and yes. we take 100 single men and 100 single women and we put them in a theater and we hash it out and um break down the walls
0: sounds a little familiar to something i just did with your friend laurel yeah Uh, you did (laughs) on a smaller scale house I know she's done
1: our show a few times and (laughs) uh you know you know people have their theories on why you're single again or me yeah you oh yeah I mean I already know I want to tell you why are you single
0: (laughs) because I have the biggest dick in the room
1: okay but you're aware of that yeah so doesn't that sort is that that are you using that to uh, as a defense mechanism or are you using it as a sword what are you very
0: very defensive and combative. And um, I have to be the man and the woman at my house. I'm like the mom and the dad. Right. I run all my businesses. I run the household. I'm the boss of two little boys. So it's really hard for me to be vulnerable with anyone. Right. And like let my walls down and like possibly get hurt. So See, that's I that's you like to emasculate you. You
1: associate vulnerable with, with getting weight. hurt. Right. No, with getting hurt. That's your... Not, right. I, I say this all the time on our shows. Women always say... I would rather be alone than be in a bad relationship. Well, that's and they hilarious. should say that. That's right. But men never say that. Men never, they look at the possibility of being in a good relationship as an equal possibility. You no, look like you, if I'm, I let my walls I'm down. i hit
0: you in a minute. If no, I ahead. let my
1: walls down, you're going to get hurt. And maybe, maybe. Men don't
0: like the word relationship. Let's just be honest. So, I mean, I, most of them, that's a word. That's like saying counter fuck to them. I mean, but they well, like those here's words. here's the problem you to have. To anyone else. Okay.
1: You have. Um, okay. Tell you're, me my problem, please. A hot chick. <laughs>
0: Thanks.
1: Um, and you've been a hot chick probably every day of the last thirty years of your life.
0: Thank you. Okay,
1: that's a pro and a con. Meaning, the guy who can get Brandy Glanville, he can get her too, mm-hmm. and her too. And it's a little bit of the the kind of guy who's going to be able to ask you out. You've got to be a cocky fucker to ask yeah. you out. And Hi so, babe he's in <laughs> London. So maybe you know you you're gonna have to let the the vulnerability down to to let a vulnerable van in your world I don't, uh, I
0: don't know, I mean, I tend to go for my picker is definitely off, so um yeah, this isn't about me, <laughs> but yes, uh, I am all sorts of fucked up. It is true, but I do have a boyfriend right now in my head. he just doesn't live in the country, so is that intentional? It is, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's nice to have one in each country that you visit, so.
1: As long as, what? As no. As, okay.
0: I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying, but yeah, he's, I have a, yeah, not a boyfriend, but I have a love in.
1: If tomorrow night was prom night, that would be your date?
0: He would be my date. Okay. We'd probably kill each other because we're very similar, but he would definitely be my date. All right. Hi, babe. Anyway, so tell me more about, so how did you get all, I mean, to take this worldwide, how did you, how did that happen?
1: Well, um, I knew there was a demand for it. We, you know, we started. people everywhere. Yeah, there's single people everywhere. And people like to, to talk about this. The, uh, you know, the women want the men to try harder and the men want the women to make it easier. That's where we've come to. Okay. So just the very act of getting a couple of hundred single people in a room and having sort of a feisty open dialogue. And, you know, it was a, it started as sort of a social experiment right. and then it became sort of a movement and now we're just all over the world. People like come to Hong Kong, come to Berlin, come to Paris. And because it's sort of a universal problem there, there's this disconnect now between the men and the women where we've lost mm-hmm. our confidence and our ability to communicate. Do you do
0: like anything in the Middle East?
1: <laughs> um we're probably going I to i don't know i mean we're probably gonna go to dubai
0: oh yeah dubai you, you is know that's not okay. quite but yeah, no I, men and women are not gonna dubai is not gonna work you're the, not gonna do the middle east let's just put it out no, there. I think it's we're not gonna, gonna, gonna happen do, we're gonna, I think because we're gonna women dubai. aren't allowed to have a voice in the middle east that they can have yeah but here. you know what
1: if you talk to a lot of women who actually live in the middle east mm-hmm. they say in a lot of ways they're they have a voice more than a lot of American women do
0: they say it with their burkas on
1: (laughs) maybe but at least you know they do but I've talked I mean you're here in 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 Beverly Hills and there's a lot of Persian women here and the ones who come here to visit who still live in Iran they're like you know you
0: got it wrong oh yeah oh no they're feisty the women here are feisty but they're also Mm -hmm. usually like you know not first generation you know what I mean I have a lot of Persian friends and those bitches are feisty Uh,
1: one thing about the Middle Eastern men they'd never let a woman pay I know. <laughs> you know there's something to be said no, for that. I, no, I
0: know. I dated a Middle Eastern man and it was he was the the biggest gentleman, but also the biggest asshole. So it yeah. was like, I don't know. Kind of
1: like, like American men. Yeah.
0: Well no, because you know what? Here's what I realized. There th- there are no more gentlemen. There really are not. My friend had a photo exhibit. I went with some other girlfriends, you know, we're all these people are in their thirties and forties. And guys were literally pushing women out of the way, including myself, to get to the bar first. And I was wow. like, that's a chick- wow. Well, that's a chicken
1: egg thing. You know, over the last 20 years, what has changed more than anything, more than technology, is that the women have ramped up there, independent, I don't need a man, masculine energy, the gender roles got blurred, a generation of men either were not taught to hold the door, or were not appreciated for doing so and so you know men like to be positively reinforced you know we need to be patted on the nose we need to be smacked on the nose right and and a lot of the men have just be like i i don't know my place and so it's sort of i don't know if they're they're running over you to get to the bar because they're they're thirsty or because they're (laughs) rude or because they don't even consider they don't this new equal gender you know it's blurred and that's a problem
0: no, it is a problem because I think that there's a way, I mean, I don't, if you don't act, if you don't man up, mm-hmm. I will emasculate the fuck out of you, which is a problem for me because I don't want to do that. I want the man to boss me around a little. I want the man to open the door and say, no, I need the fun police a little bit. Okay. And I need, I need somebody who not, not figuratively has a bigger cock than I do.
1: Right. But you, uh, can't you just take it off and leave it at home?
0: You know what? You really have to... Is that your defense mechanism? I know. I mean, I do on occasion, but you really... I have to get to know someone Mm -hmm. really well in order for that to let them in. Do you know what I mean? Like, Ray and I, we get each other. We text his wife as she's really... She gets mad at me, Mm -hmm. but she's hot and she doesn't care. She sends me pictures of her boobs. Um, (laughs) No, but, like, to know me, me, like, like this is where you have to be on and you're going and you're signing bottles of wine and all that, I, I don't... No, sometimes if I if if I'm me or right. if I'm being on, do you get that?
1: I get that all the time. I I talk to a therapist about that. Oh, I, go, I do too. But I'm I go, so I go, I, go, I feel him. like sometimes my show business personality and my dating personality is exactly the same. So you sort of need a, a partner, or a, I need a girl, and you need a guy who can say enough, like give me the real right. you, and and create that trusting environment. See. Every girl wants a confident guy. Yes. Right.
0: But not cocky. Confident well, there's a but not
1: maybe confident. right. Maybe ten percent of men are naturally confident the way you want them to be, and ninety percent of those guys are assholes. There's another much larger pool of men that can be confident if you create that environment where their confidence can flourish, and that's a little right. bit on the woman.
0: Yeah, no, of course. I mean and I'm I'm able to do that until something happens where once I lose respect for a person a man that I'm dating. Right. I can't, I can't go back. It's just incredibly difficult for me to ever be soft again with him. Do you know what I mean?
1: No, I get that. But how many of, like, if you date a new guy, they're also in some way dating all of your old guys because yes. you're bringing that forward either That's true. In, in fear or judgment or habit. or. But you know, also they know
0: like all of my old boyfriends and they bring them up and it's hard, you know, it's difficult. They're like, well, oh, do you still talk? To I'm like, the only person... I'm, I'm friends with all my ex-boyfriends yeah. because I think that's important after a certain amount of time to be friends with them. Are you um, friends
1: with your ex-husband?
0: I, I am on occasion. I'm not close friends, but yeah. we have to co-parent. So unfortunately, if you're an insecure man and you see his name and face pop up on my Bluetooth and that bothers you, that's a problem because I have kids with him. Right. I don't want to be with him. We are co-parenting and a lot of guys have issues with the fact that I have to speak to him about cell phones and schools and schedules and that's it I mean our conversations are very bland yeah so it's hard for me because I have dated a lot of very good-looking men to have somebody secure enough not to let that bother them
1: and why do you have to date good-looking men
0: I don't have to I I can't there's plenty of guys
1: out there who aren't good-looking who don't know you who you are
0: stop talking about Ray like that (laughs)
1: who who, who, who don't know know anything about you who if you gave them the chance yeah there are
0: not here in la
1: well don't you know maybe maybe yeah in la maybe somewhere else but you could probably go to santa barbara and be fine
0: oh i mean but i have i have to be here in la so it's very difficult so you have all the answers but you're single so
1: (laughs) well again uh the reason teach no but a part of this is, is i'm aware to have this conversation because I've had close to 30,000 single people raise the same issues. And right. so I've sort of learned from those. And trust me, it's the same thing. Scared to be vulnerable, scared to go there. Scared, you know, I'm only sort of a maybe a year into being capable. Right. <laughs> you well, know? I
0: didn't and, want to say anything, but... <laughs> <laughs> you know, it takes
1: a while to grow up as a boy, especially I in know. this town.
0: I don't think that... I mean, I, I still feel like a kid and I act like a kid sometimes. Mm-hmm. But my dad is 65 and he still acts like a kid. I think we don't... like. Yes, we can be mature and pay our bills and pay our taxes and all that. But growing up, I mean, like, what does that mean?
1: Well, it means sort of take ownership of your bigness weakness. And especially mm-hmm. as a man, once you sort of own that, like if somebody says to me, how come you've never been married? You just haven't met the right girl yet. And if, if I've been the wrong guy, if, <laughs> you can't put it on anybody else. Everybody's, it's it's just the guys in this town or it's this town or whatever, it's you. All of us. The reason that any of us are either single again or single is probably us. Yeah. And once you sort of take ownership and responsibility and do the work, I think we'll be fine.
0: Well, I did, you know, with Laurel, the person that we're talking about, she has Mm -hmm. a book and um, I recently did a project with her. I did learn a lot about myself. I didn't know half the stuff that I know now until a few weeks ago. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So it was fun. But now that I'm out of that situation, I'm going back to the old me. Do you know what I mean? Uh,
1: The old you of
0: when? Of three weeks before that situation uh,
1: three weeks okay
0: yeah you know. I mean it is what it is I had I definitely well you'll have to I can't talk about the show until it comes out but it's gonna be I pretty, pretty. I, I, interesting. I, I had the same
1: issue with her she did her podcast the other day right here, and I can't really talk about it
0: well well I mean I think I think it's coming out in February I'm not sure but um it's coming out in the spring how do you know because oh. I asked oh who'd you ask I know people all right I well, don't is it February, spring? When spring?
1: February 22nd, or March 22nd, spring, I think, right? February, February 22nd, oh, no one way. of the two. Listen, Something like that. I just,
0: it's Monday. That's all I know. And Officer McGee at our school pulled me over this morning, as he does, as he likes to, and told me that I can't get there that early, I can't be late. I, I, I just want to say a big shout out to Officer McGee. Hi.
1: Hi, Officer McGee.
0: I fucking hate you. <laughs> I do. I don't like him. But oh, that anyway, that's all right. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on. Sorry. Yeah, that's good. It's a long morning. It's Monday. Breathing out. So what's... So you're here. How do you hold down a podcast here and then do all of this traveling?
1: Very careful scheduling. I mean, we usually t- tape our podcasts here on Fridays and then we do our shows Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, other places. We are going to Take Minneapolis oh, wow. for, for six weeks. Why? And people okay. are like, why Minneapolis? <laughs> I know. In the middle of January. And uh, we're doing that because we, of all the cities we've been to, we think Minneapolis is the closest to getting it right. Meaning that if we stay there and we do a show every night and we get, I think we can get every single person, single person in Minneapolis married. Do you have any marriages
0: under your belt yet? All the
1: time. People match more at our shows than, than match because the very act of getting a couple hundred single people in a room. And especially the men. The women come to our show and they love to hear that the men don't have it so easy. And uh, and they communicate and they share and they're vulnerable and they're honest and it's funny. It used to be when we started out as a little bit Jerry Springer. It was a little yeah, bit Battle of the say, Sexes or whatever. I like that. And certain places that we do it, it is a lot easier. Like Chicago, Cleveland, Milwaukee, they are a lot more hopeful than L.A. and New York and Miami. Like it's tough for us when we do our show here. Because right. the women come and be, the men
0: don't no the,
1: the men <laughs> no the men come, but the women come first of all, the women come together, and the men come alone right The women come sometimes to be validated in their misery, right they want to hear there's You're no right. good guys, this town sucks. That's the reason I'm single. And if you present them with other than that it's sort of the, you know, the, I've done a show, game. I've done a show with Patty Stanger and her brand now is basically men suck, right girls? And I think that's really dangerous. And I think that's bad because there's plenty of good guys in Los Angeles and New York and Miami and DC <laughs> and everywhere. There are. You got to know where you got to know where to recognize them. And again, those guys may not feel comfortable approaching you because of your alphaness.
0: No, which... I mean, men suck. But as long as they go down <laughs> on me, I'm good with it. Suck the right area and we can totally hang out. No,
1: men don't suck.
0: I mean, they. I mean, some people, some they men suck. They just don't
1: know better. They can be trained.
0: I know. That's true. I you mean... can train
1: a guy to be exactly <laughs> what you want him to be. Can I? Yeah. You All just right. have to be positively reinforceable about it. You have to... Give him a roadmap to your happiness. When I do these shows, I ask the women... Oh, that was
0: the gayest thing I've ever heard. It's true.
1: When I ask the women, (laughs) what do you need to be happy? A roadmap? (laughs) Nope. The first thing that pops into your head is the things that make you unhappy.
0: Oh, I thought of roses just now, I swear.
1: Okay. But a lot of women have spent a lot of time thinking about what makes them unhappy, and that makes it harder for the guy, because we don't know. You're different from every other girl.
0: Well, every girl is different. You're all snowflakes, you know? I mean, yes, we are snowflakes. So if we
1: don't know what you need... What how, supposed, why we, exactly yeah, you guys are complicated
0: you know what that's the truth i mean i have two little boys mm-hmm. and they're s- simple creatures you guys you need food <laughs> set well, they don't need sex yet but they need food mm-hmm. sleep money power sex that's it women we need a hug we need to cry we need you to understand our emotions because i have three nieces mm-hmm. and when i'm with my nieces my life is sucked out of me emotionally right it's like you know, there's just so much drama. And right. I'm just used to being the referee. Is like, stop beating the shit out of each other. Come eat your dinner. And that's basically, I've learned so much about men raising little boys and almost a teenager. Now you guys don't really change.
1: We don't. We're all, I mean, I think we're all still fourth graders. Even, yeah. you know, we, we asked, yeah, so a woman came to our show in Laguna beach. She was 76 years old. And she said, I go out with these guys and they just want to use me for sex. And we're like, good right we're gonna die soon anyway <laughs> yeah, and so we're like that was probably the same thing she said at 17 like it doesn't right. really change and we've sort of broken it down to the women all need three things from a man and the men all need three things from a woman what tell us you need to feel special you need to feel sexy and you need to feel safe and safe is the hard one that mm-hmm. is what trust and sharing and honesty and vulnerability yeah. and everything else you can think of yeah, sort of falls under that not happening. the men need to feel admired they need to feel appreciated, mm-hmm. and they need to feel needed,
0: and they want BJ's. And let's be yeah, honest. But that's hey, that's sort of my appreciation.
1: I don't know if we need them. Yeah, uh, we, we. I mean, it can be a deal
0: Here's why they
1: need them. They need them because there's no other way for them to know that you find them right. desirable, admire, respect. Like if you right. say they like, feel
0: like the man because you're on your knees in front of them and they're standing up. A so little, they feel like all a little right, little I bit, But check.
1: I think they they would if you would just sort of be able to communicate to them. Something they probably don't need them as much as you think them. They're not as primal I mean, as you. Bother think.
0: me. I like them. I mean, I love them, but it's always a start of something fun. It right? can be. I yeah, mean, or, for me, it hopefully, is.
1: it's not the end of something fun.
0: I well, I mean, if something <laughs> fun was really fun, it can be the end. I don't <laughs> so know. That's a whole other. Uh, I think the I men are,
1: are are uh, are most of the the behavior that you don't like comes from insecurity from the guys.
0: I you know I I would I would agree with you on that, and I think it's the same for women. You know, because I know, like you said, like I like. The guys that can get every girl in the room, mm-hmm. and then we get insecure because you're like, okay, if I'm not in this room, yes, he's with me right now. If I'm not in this room, who is he going to be with? That one, that one, that one, that one. He, and that's know,
1: and you guys are affected by the uh, the the women who came before. You know, Kevin Federline can still get hot chicks because he got. Who is that? He he was married no, to Britney Spears my, for I see them a minute. At
0: basketball, they could. Yeah, he he
1: he was he could
0: st- he, his wife is hot.
1: I don't know if he has a wife. She
0: does. Yeah, oh. she's yeah. Hot. He,
1: he can always get hot. Yeah. 'Cause once you're like, oh, it's almost like that seal of approval. So these certain alpha guys, especially that are crawling around in LA and asking out Brandy Glanville, you know, I don't know. I don't know mm, if those are the guys for you. I mean,
0: I've not had <laughs> my track record is not so good. Let's just put it that way. But I you know, I want to date the doctor, you know, that you know, is just that could save me and write me prescriptions. Right. But I I don't meet the doctor.
1: Why, I meet why the don't, actor,
0: the athlete, the people that I'm no longer dating.
1: Well, where are you going? You gotta go out the thing. of the bars. I,
0: I don't. I don't. When you're an d- adult and you're in your 30s and 40s, uh-huh. you don't go to clubs like you. I, don't I know, but you're I at don't the restaurant. Anyone at a gym because I'm like you could be a serial killer. You could
1: volunteer. Those good guys I, because I don't that's have where good guys time are. To volunteer. Well, you, it's the same time. You're basically taking it away from a time you'd be at a restaurant. The same I mean. time, you just social time. Take a class.
0: Oh hell no! Me <laughs> oh, <laughs> <see? laughs> go to a no, I've, Go I've to done a it. fundraiser. I know what I'm supposed to do. I just I know honestly. I like who You're I like, still having and fun. they're not going to be there.
1: Is part of you having fun that you couldn't have when you when you, when you were married?
0: Well, I mean, yes. Obviously, well, it's different because when I was married, I was still having a lot of fun, but I had the fun police. I used to call my husband the warden. Right. I'm like, girls, I don't know if I can go out. I got to get talk to the warden. Um, but I needed the fun police because I'll be the first girl on the table make doing shots. I, would, I can't do shots anymore because I got old. But I was always the one that was doing crazy shit. And he liked it as long as he was with me. But when he wasn't with me, he was like, I don't want you going. I wasn't allowed to go out, really. But now I go out and I've reeled it in a lot. But I always have fun. I mean, I have fun.
1: How do you feel about yourself physically now?
0: Oh, I'm really hot.
1: <laughs> Good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> good for you. I mean, I could show you pictures on my phone, but
1: no, um, you look good.
0: No, thank you. No, but, I mean, I today I so didn't you're not, really get ready not, for you're you, not com-
1: but, you're not competing with like the 19 year old Brandy then.
0: Oh no, God, no, tomorrow. God. I mean, I have fake tits now. I didn't have them then. I mean, I'm way better now. You're good, obviously, but no, I, I, I feel very, I feel better today in my skin than mm-hmm. I did when I was younger because I was modeling when I was younger, and you know, everyone tells you what's wrong with you. Oh, I know. I read and your it, book. Yeah, oh, and
1: and you um. Know, and, uh, you yeah. know, whoever made the comment that you were a body person and not a face person, yeah. like that really affected you. Yeah.
0: And it always, it always has. I, I just joined Instagram yeah. like a few months back for the wine mm-hmm. because I don't take pictures because I don't like the way I look in pictures. And when we're here after pictures, you gotta take them. I don't, well, I don't look at them. Brayden makes me take them. And then I don't, I don't, I just don't. And it does. It, it, it's a mind fuck. It really is what it is. So now In in my body and my right now, I'm like you know what? I'm happy. I'm I'm not that crazy insecure girl that feels like at 109 pounds I'm too fat to do runway because somebody told me I was curvy and I weighed (laughs) 10 pounds less than I weigh now. And I'm like, okay, no, not really. But I'm also you know hindsight is 2020. I've grown a lot. I've seen a lot. I've done a lot. I'm married. I've been married. I've had kids. That I'm constantly evolving, as are you. As Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm sure this whole tour that you've done has changed your outlook. Absolutely,
1: I used to feel just in being single. I used to feel like, oh, you poor people, you can't get dates and everything. And I was like, I was fine. I always had girlfriends or whatever. And about halfway through last year, I'm like, I'm just like everybody else, scared a little, fucked up a lot. And then you sort of wonder, like, how did I get to this place? How did I get deep into my 40s and never putting all your chips in the table the way everybody else did with right. some person? And then, you know, you got to do the analysis. and
0: There's some self, uh, self, what do you call it? Self-realization? Yeah,
1: self-realization. You figure out what was it about yourself that, that got, you know, you got to take ownership of yeah. it. It wasn't just like, oh, yeah, I'll get there. Do you have a dog? Not anymore. He died.
0: Well, you had one. Yeah. That's, the, at least you have a dog. At least you had a dog. <laughs> yes. because I Because when I meet guys in their 40s uh-huh. and they don't at least have had a dog or a cat or some cats are yeah. a little bit freaky, but.
1: It's if, a red flag. Yeah.
0: It's like, wow. Or they say on our date, they're like sitting across to me and they're like, oh, my roommate. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Did you just say roommate? Because yeah. you're fucking too old to have a roommate. And yeah. like, life's not a Has fraternity party. Has that happened? Party. Yes.
1: It's like the three-minute cool. baby. You remember three-minute. Like, like I
0: was like really digging this guy, and then all of a sudden he brought up. He's like, "Oh yeah, well my roommate." I'm like, <laughs> wait and a they just have
1: like chicks over to the house. I don't even kegs. know. I mean,
0: that was it. I was done. I was out. <laughs> like he lost me. He lost me in that moment, just because I have two children and I don't need a third child. Which yeah. is what when you say roommate, I'm thinking frat boy, football, beer, bomb. Somebody
1: watching. Yeah,
0: you. like what are you doing? Um,
1: Could you? Or maybe not now, but did you online date or you were always too famous?
0: No, I did. No, I hi, my, There's my husband, Norm. Hi, Norm. Hi, Norm. <laughs> He's got a doggy with. Um, that's our big boss. Hi. I'm getting Norm to set me up, but I was busy the one day he decided to take me on the boat. So now I don't. Norm's got to get
1: back. you to the Laker game.
0: Oh, I've been, honey. Oh. I've been to the Laker game. I've been on the floor. Norm hooked me up. I mean, Norm
1: needs to get me to the Laker game.
0: Well, no, he saved the <laughs> tickets for me. Obviously, let's Clearly. not go crazy here. But
1: why? Um, why me? No, why? Were you online dated? What did you? Oh what no, were you I on? just
0: went on Tinder like about a month ago because I'm writing my third book, and I decided to see <laughs> what was out there. And I realized that guys go through and they see a girl yeah. and they just push yes, 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 yes because every guy I even. Said, oh, let's say, it's a match. He super liked you right. in one second. Because well, well, I don't the process, look into but, it.
1: But you had to pick the pictures for yourself. Yeah. Well, you don't like pictures of yourself. So what did you... Oh, gosh. No, I
0: just hooked it up to my Facebook.
1: Yeah. Oh, somebody else does that them, shit oh, for somebody me. else. Oh, well, no <laughs> I to do
0: that. All right. Silly.
1: Well, so they get, yeah, yes, yes, yes. Yeah,
0: because guys don't really look into what it is. They see a pretty girl, so they mm-hmm. yes on everyone. So right. it's a match no matter what. And that that has made me. I, did, I only went on one I'm not. From I'm there. not
1: sure the girls are a whole lot better. When we do our live shows, we oh, got wow. the, the 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 guy at our shows. We have a couple. We have an after party after every show in every city. We have a couple hundred people there. The men will talk to every woman in the room. The women will stand in groups of three and say, "There's no cute guys here."
0: Yeah, and they
1: they because they want to believe that they want to believe because if there's no cute guys, they're not missing out on anything.
0: Well, That's I mean, a it, it is mechanism. it is interesting though when when you get adults together. No matter what it is, the boys go to one side and the girls go to the other. Even if it's a Christmas party, I mean, even if they're married. That's why we
1: have alcohol. It's on. like
0: the sixth grade dance, you know? Yeah. yeah, no, I know, but I don't know that that helps so much because I feel like well, it the breaks girls... down the
1: insecurities that we have. I mean, it, it is hard for you know one person to drink and one person doesn't. Even if you're having a glass of wine, oh, I like it. They, like, that like it, way you can it, drive it, me home. It, <laughs> it matters, but I mean, you're friends with with Jen well, Menace. Yep,
0: I, she's, she's the, the queen. best. Right?
1: She's very sober, and you're very not. i not.
0: I'm not Okay, let's just let's get this clear right now. I have a Chardonnay. It's mine. I like my wine in the evenings when I don't have the kids. But yeah, no, I'm not sober. But I'm not drinking during the day. I would have nothing done. But it sounds amazing
1: to not drink during the day. No,
0: to drink during the day well, that would be amazing. You're a mom. I get, no, I know. First That's what and I'm foremost. saying. So yeah. as much as people see the 6 minutes of me on Housewives being drunk at one dinner party that they they you know, air for three weeks straight. So it looks like I've right. drunk three weeks straight. It's still one dinner party. Right. Um, that's not who I am. And if I was that person, I seriously doubt Jennifer would be my best friend because she'd be like, honey, let's get you a, <laughs> into a program somewhere. That's true. But that said, I do enjoy having wine when she's with me because like I said, she drives. It's awesome.
1: That's cool. That's a benefit to yeah, that.
0: I'm like, I'll buy you drive because it's just like an Uber anyway.
1: Have you had a guy uh, show up on a date and he was like already drunk? Because sometimes people are nervous, so they suck down Um, like three or four drinks, and then and then they're too drunk.
0: No, but I've I've seen that happen. Yeah, on the show (laughs) that we just did. But you know, no, I I mean,
1: you know, if if you go out with somebody once and it's not terrible, will you always go out with them again? Do you account for the nervousness on the Uh, sec on the first date?
0: I do. You know, it just depends. It depends on. It just, it depends on the connection. I'm all about chemistry. If there's, if there's great conversation, like my, my longest relationship since my divorce was with a five foot eight Jewish man with a hairy back who wasn't super attractive, but he was incredibly smart. And I gave him a second chance because our conversation was so good and we ended up becoming good friends and then friends turned into more, and then it was like a year-long thing.
1: That's good. yeah, but then uh, all the yeah. the uh the five eight Jewish Harry back lobby is all whoop whoop got you out. yeah, I know there, I love me a Jew. There's hope. I
0: really do. Yeah. good, they're good people. yeah there's so we're Latin men, Ray. And like the English ones that were from L.A. The
1: Latin men, it's a cultural. We did a show in Miami and and the women were just like, you guys are all like my dad. And and that's not a good thing. It's it's a cultural thing. There's pros and cons.
0: I married a Cuban man. My ex-boyfriend's Mexican. What the hell is wrong with me? And now I like a blonde guy who's absolutely crazy. But if you you have a
1: crazy guy, (laughs) that makes you seem less crazy.
0: No, we're actually very much the same person. Cuz I was
1: I always used to date the crazy because then we would put the spotlight on them and nobody right. would look at me.
0: Well, no, I mean, we're very crazy. We're we're both crazy equally crazy. That's good. That sounds fun at least. Yeah, no, it's going to be fun. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and he's he is where geographically?
0: Oh god. Not available. That's why I like him.
1: Oh, see. That's that's you're just playing games with yourself.
0: I know. It's so fun though. I guess. It is for me. Don't you just want to cuddle? No. <laughs> I think not you do at all. No, really? I really, don't. I did. I did. I did. I can't talk. I can I will tell you after the show. But so
1: this show changed your life. It,
0: it changed m- me cuddling. I did cuddle. With you you somebody. say you,
1: you almost like flinch when you say right because
0: I'm not a cuddler.
1: You're gonna have to learn.
0: I did. It's a wall. It's a wall. But the snuggles are real fun if they're cute. I yeah. know. Yeah, no, I, I don't. He's like, come cuddle. I'm like, who, who? I don't do that. And then I did. And so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Great. Well, this has been amazing. <laughs> now I feel like I'm like the worst dater in the whole world. No, you're not.
1: If you're dating, I am dating. you're not a bad dater. So that's the number one thing that, that you can do to be a good dater is to actually date. It's a muscle. You got to use
0: it. I just, I date the unicorn chasers. So that's the problem. That's good. Yeah. yeah. So it's a good time. But yeah. I'm mean, you know, i going to come to one of your singles mixers. What, is, you what are they called? The
1: Great Love Debate.
0: Oh, God. It sounds like I'm going to need some security. I'm going to get in fights and shit.
1: You might. Have. I mean, some woman, we did one in uh, in Greenwich, Connecticut. Bravo actually shot it for some other show they're doing. And a woman stands up and oh. she says, what do you do if you go out with a guy and he likes you and he says uh, he's going to call you and he doesn't call you? And the audience is like, yeah. And then she goes, and what do you do if that guy's here tonight? <laughs> And the women were like, show your face. And they like turn and this guy like stood up sheepishly. And he's like, yeah, it went crazy. And the the poor guy was a nice guy. He didn't know what to say. What do you
0: say? Yeah, what do you say? He's like, I just didn't know
1: what to say. And the women were like, liars. And it got crazy.
0: That's not maybe it's I'm not I'm just not that into you. I mean, there we have to have like an emoji for nice time, but not going to call you that way. Well, I think the guys would rather be lied to. I
1: think the guys would rather hear you're just too. Hot for me, right? I'm too attractive. To you. I can't control right. yeah, myself. There's
0: just no way we can hang out, right? I mean, I, but I think I, I the guys have. would rather hear
1: that than I'm not feeling it.
0: You know what I do, and this works every time. I'm like, I have a friend for you. She's amazing, and I set them up. And I have two marriages under my belt. Oh, as long
1: as you do, well, you should I have a ma- lot of friends. You should be a matchmaker.
0: No oh, hell no.
1: Yeah, it's a skill.
0: As long as I can have them first, and I, they will not okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. nobody want wants your want me, nobody wants I your want them. Nobody so. wants your
1: discard pile.
0: Well, no, that's not true because my friends um, have I have two marriages in the right now. Well, I
1: guess so. Yeah.
0: Do. No, I mean, you know, you can tell like if somebody wants to get married and have kids. Yep. It's not for me because I've done that, and right. I'm raising two little amazing children, and now I'm, I don't even want to say the F word because I don't want like to say it. But in that age range, I want to enjoy.
1: Well, let me ask you this: How old are your kids now?
0: Twelve, um, and eight.
1: How many guys have you dated since your husband have like met your kids, gotten to that point? One. One. Good. And
0: they didn't like him. <laughs> they okay.
1: Because <laughs> that's a whole different ball game. I like, don't like anyone to, around my yeah, kids. I know. And but then that, they're not going to be. But then that guy is feels like he's dating two people. He's dating well, you he... and the part of you he can't see, and that's that's hard too. So it's a real balance it's hard for the single yeah
0: it's i mean it's definitely it it throws a loop into the mix for sure so that's you should do that we'll do like a and we'll have bring the kids on the side i'm kidding no we've done we've
1: done a single parent show
0: yeah Um, that's a good one because it's hard it's a it
1: is it's a challenge for both the the, the single dads you'd be surprised at you know first of all you have to carve out the time to do it and then secondly you know, you have to sort of share a little bit about your life that you're super protective of beyond right. yourself. Yeah, it's no picnic. That's so why I'm single. We're doing, we're doing, <laughs> we're doing God's work out here on the Great. We love
0: are. We're, we're changing. We're, <laughs> we're having people fall in love across the world. That's right. All right, so tell us what's the name of your podcast? I have it on here. Great
1: Love Debate Podcast, I right mean, here. It's at all podcast about love. One. I sit right there in that chair.
0: No, you don't. This is my chair.
1: I know, but I come in and I find your crap. You
0: know, around. the only no. Okay, I find by your the way, book around by the fucking way, the only person that's allowed <laughs> to sit in this chair that I am okay with is Larry King. Yeah, that's it. It's why, my chair. Why and is not Larry chair. get to sit in your chair? Because he's Larry. Yeah, you know. Yeah,
1: that's it. I'm okay. I think I'm yeah, okay like, with <laughs> Larry. I think I'm okay with Larry. But in my I will in tell you,
0: some asshole put gum underneath the table remember when i went like this and i was like
1: oh. that it wasn't was, me was I think it was, H- was somebody that it was heather Mc- mcdonald
0: oh, oh no <laughs> Maybe, oh, you know what it probably was you ask her i'm gonna um, ask her it probably was her yeah no yeah. last time i saw her i made her cry so this is gonna be a fun day okay <laughs> it is what it is she'll People, be fine no she'll be fine alright well thank you for being here I really appreciate it and um, we'll be looking out for pieces of ass and no. love
1: and great love debate shit. go to greatlovedebate.com and
0: how to find love in 60 seconds 60 yeah. days 60 seconds that's called sex honey
1: in 60 seconds
0: it's Hollywood Boulevard read the book <laughs> you know what I will bring me a book I, I
1: read your book you well, should read okay, my book I will
0: buy your book I will support okay. I will get it Good. tell me where to get it online On
1: Barnes and Noble Amazon anywhere Go to greatlovedebate.com. It links to everything.
0: Oh, see, there you go. And are you on um, social media?
1: At greatlovedebate or at Brian Howie, B-R-I-N-H-O-W-I-E.
0: All right. Well, there you have it. If you guys are lonely and single like me, just and Brian, honestly, (laughs) um, go to his website and learn how to love because he's so good at it. shop with Amazon and you support my podcast, which I do both, obviously I have to, and you're doing them at the same time, you can get killer holiday deals. It couldn't actually be easier. So if you go to Podcast One or my website, brandyglanville.com, and click on Killer Deals in the menu bar... Then select my show, duh, and you'll be directed to my Amazon banners that include my unique URL as well as the sponsors who bring you my podcast every week. Click and shop. And when you use my code, you still get all these amazing holiday prices. So who needs Black Friday when you have cyber every day? Amazon is the way to make shit happen. And for my all of my listeners in Canada and that one guy I like that lives in the UK, I've got links for you too. So check it out and buy the products you already plan on purchasing. Just use my Amazon page first. I want to be first. Put me first. Pick me, pick me, pick me. I mean, we all want to be first. Pick me for Christmas. Use my Amazon page first. Well, that was fun. Um, more importantly than talking about love and being single, which is pretty much my life, Let's talk about wine, the other part of my life. Why don't you go to your local Whole Foods, BevMo's, Bristol Farms? Just go. Get a bottle of unfiltered blanc Chardonnay and have a lovely evening. Just do it. I'm going to do it and if you tweet me or Instagram me, I'll retweet you and I'll give you a heart on I'll give you a heart on. <laughs> a heart on your Instagram. Get it? Get it? Um, and my third book, we're almost done with it and it's good to be a doozy, but you can get drinking and tweeting and drinking and dating online. We're going to have a special for drinking and dating book number two online, um, on Amazon. You can get it. It's going to be a Christmas special price. So go at, and I don't know what that is yet. They haven't told me, but get it. It's good. If you like the first one, you'll love the second one. Um, oh yes. I want to have a new t-shirt line. It's kind of freaking awesome. And you can get that at brandyglanville.com. Um, I have a new web store. It's amazing. And the shirts are flying out of the computer. <laughs> I just made that up. <laughs> um, on Instagram, I'm the Brandy Glanville on Instagram because somebody stole my Brandy Glanville. Um, I'm just Brandy Glanville on Facebook and Twitter. And I'm not on anything else. So if somebody says they're me, I mean, tell them I say hi. So here, we've just, Ray, my Wee Bear Bear producer, um, just came up with this really fun idea. So get a bottle of wine, get a t-shirt for me, take a picture. I'm going to pick a couple winners and I'm going to call you and I'm going to interview you on my podcast and I will let you ask me anything you want. How's that? All right. So do it. Do it. um and Unfiltered Blonde Chardonnay. Bye-bye.
1: Thanks for listening to Brandy Glanville Unfiltered. Download new episodes at PodcastOne.com. That's PodcastOne.com.